Blog Talk Radio. My baby, yeah, yeah. with her pretty smile, yeah, yeah. she's about to drive me crazy, yeah, yeah. makes my oh, heart beat wild. So everybody say yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody say yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody say yeah, yeah, yeah. About my baby, yeah, yeah. she does the walk real nice. Yeah, yeah. There's no questions about maybe. For her, I'd make any sacrifice. So everybody say yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody say yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody say yeah, yeah.
sound wrong. Okay.
Another pill, 
you're lying to yourself You're slowly dying, you're denying Your health is declining with your self-esteem You're crying out for help Robert X. 
Hotep, Sister Bear, Hotep family. Uh, I I don't know how I'm doing, Bear. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm in an alternative doing. universe. <laughs> oh, hey, we might be the way things is going. Didn't they just blow up another plane a few minutes? I mean, another train a few minutes ago or something? Well, they've been blowing them up. I mean, nonstop. Uh, from what I can see, Bev, is basically they're taking down as much of the infrastructure as they can. Mm. Yeah, they have brought a, a, one of those trains here in uh, Detroit, and uh, they caught it before they was able to set it on fire. I heard. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was a plane crash, I think, in Arkansas. I forget exactly where. Uh, yeah, in Arkansas. And guess what, okay. What? It supposedly had students on board that aircraft. This was, uh, I think, last week. They were going to East Palatine. Mm. And and uh, didn't didn't the people that the environmental people that had uh, went and test everything out and was headed back didn't they die in a plane or something? Or was was that yeah, the same we, one? I haven't really been keeping we, up with it. What? I know I have I bet, but we may be talking about the same incident. These were students. Okay. Okay. And they okay. were going to deal with uh, the uh, ramifications uh, on the environment. Okay. That's probably okay. Yeah. So we might be talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And these mm-hmm. were the kind of students that didn't necessarily accept what the government was saying. So they didn't go down there and do their own investigation. Mm. I, I don't know what to say, Bear. Uh, for anybody it's to support this attack. government, it's a war. I'm sorry, Bear. I say it's just an all-out attack. If people don't believe that that the people is being attacked or whatever they're doing, all this blowing up and planes and trains and, like you say, the infrastructure and the people. Yep. I can't. I can't imagine how anybody could support this government, Bear. They blowing up pipelines and admitting that they doing it, and then when they get called on it, they try to act like they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, stuff is just going. It's just been happening ever since so, this this course got in office, but, Bear. But my thing is, why can't nobody stop it? I mean, is it that powerful that they can't stop it? Now, you got the other on the right, they running for office in 2024, and all this chaos is going on now. The government on the other side, the people, uh, uh, the politicians who are hollering and screaming about it, mm-hmm. the media is mm-hmm. not talking about it. The media so is very important. And they turn well, in the media, media loose. Go ahead, Ben. No, I'm just saying, well, why? Well, if that's the problem, that's just like a person standing there, a, a group with machine guns or Uzis or whatever they call it nowadays. Why don't they get them out the way? Why is they just continue? Is they that powerful? I told you who who's behind all this, Bear. 
Now, you tell me yeah. if these people are powerful. We're talking Old Testament looks- here, and they mm-hmm. are bona fide killers. We're talking Murder, Inc. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's who running your politics. I'm talking about all the way up to the Pentagon. So now if the Pentagon contacts the CIA and tells them to rub you out, and the media is run by them same people, what are you going to do? Remember last week I talked about the level of fear that exists in this country, such that men are allowing lesbians to jack up on their slacks tougher than the men. Okay, they're turning out babies. And I don't see a whole lot of people raising hell about it. So it's not hard to figure it out. People scared. Because how many people have the Clintons been responsible for killing, and the way they're killing them makes absolutely no sense at all, and the government says it's suicide. Because they are the government. Well, there's your answer. There's your answer. I mean, some of the some of these murders are so obvious that it's truly unbelievable. And they not only uh, kill people, they threaten the survivors. See, remember, Bill, I said back in 2016 when Orange Man got elected, he would have to put in place a special force to go in and root out these people, like the untouchables. You already had the FBI, but you need another group to go in and give an enema to every agency in this country because it's totally run by Old Testament. They're the ones who are turning your children out. They're the ones who finance an NAACP to give you some image awards where the images are all lesbians and homosexuals, complete with Dwayne Wade and uh, his backwards-ass wife. Oh, yeah, big time. So that's what we got. That's the image they're telling black people to subscribe to. It is a totally LGBT woke organization. Because they've been taking orders since they were put in place by the same Old Testament people. And now, since they know they're getting significant pushback, because people are paying attention more than ever before, and people are starting to complain, so what do they do? They know that the podcasts all over the Internet are huge. Nobody's paying any attention to the mainstream media, and they know it. So now they're talking about using AI, artificial intelligence, to totally neutralize and remove podcasts that are critical of the government. I ain't talking little lightweight podcasts. I'm talking people like Steve Bannon, who basically ran Trump's campaign early on.
Now, they get rid of all them podcasts. What are people going to go to for information? See, they don't, they don't care about violating the law. They ain't trying to follow no law. The only thing that's keeping them at bay is a whole lot of people in this country got guns. That's the only thing. Every week they come up with a new gimmick to try to take people's guns. Let, let me give you an example, family. Bear. Do you recall about five or six years ago, maybe even longer than that? Yeah, but I think it was about seven or eight years ago. We talked about the trial of the number two man in the Sinaloa cartel. He was on trial here in Chicago. And when they put him on the stand, he told the judge that he worked for the CIA and the DEA, and they shut down Mm. the case. Remember Mm. that? This was the number two man in the Sinaloa Mm. cartel. Mm. Now, I give you one guess who's the primary child trafficker and the uh, primary trafficker of illegals coming to this country. That man. The Sinaloa cartel. Now, that means that they're working directly with government agencies. And, of course, to do that, that means they're working with the banks. Big time. All right, and the United Nations and Catholic Charities and a whole of other organizations. CDC. No, I say don't forget CDC. CDC. Well, I can't say that because none of the Mm -hmm. illegals are being required to take any kind of so-called COVID test. And by the way, that whole thing is blowing up in their face too. So why people ain't mad as hell? The answer is because people are scared. And as long as they keep the people scared, and particularly scared to call them out by name, But every time you turn around, it's one of them that's at the the root of the problem. It seems like no matter what you deal with, they're at the root of it. Again, look at Ukraine. Who running it? You see? 1% of the population is Old Testament, but they got all the power. They running it. They are basically backing the Nazis in Ukraine that they admitted was running Ukraine three, four years ago openly. Now they're saying there is no more Nazis in Ukraine. But there, let me bring Mm -hmm. you back here for one second. The reason I mentioned the Sinaloa cartel and I just mentioned okay. them a, a, a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. I just mentioned them. So now, 
some very interesting stuff comes up in Arizona. Right? Now, y'all keep in mind, the number two man that ran the cartel was working for the CIA and the DEA, and he says this on trial here in Chicago. They shut the trial down. Now, watch this, Bill, because see, it ain't just the drugs. It's, it's child trafficking and all this other stuff as well. Right. Okay? You can throw in some MS-13. That's why Orange Man kept talking about MS-13. And now he's talking about declaring war on what? The cartels. Okay? Check this out, Bill. This just broke, I think, yesterday or earlier today. You'll find it quite interesting. Friends, breaking news to share. Explosive testimony today at the Senate Elections and House Oversight Committee hearings in Arizona. Devastating testimony from Jacqueline Berger regarding stolen elections in Maricopa County since 2004. Bribed judges, cops, and government officials beholden to the Sinaloa cartel and run back election services, along with Governor Katie Hobbs, are named specifically as using deeds of trust as a means of untraceable bribes, along with $13 million in cash and more than 100,000 ballots in two unmarked rental vans. I've provided two blockbuster clips from the more than 40 minutes of blockbuster testimony about the systemic and total corruption in Arizona. Listen. Beginning in 2017, the accent points have been used to change vote totals and thereon election results. Illegal transfers have been made and provided to runbacks and Jeff Ellison. The phony deeds used in the scheme to move money to candidates are created by Brittany. For-profit and non-profit PACs are also created by Brittany and used to move money for candidates. During the 22 election, ballot scanners printed at 70, 70 precincts suffered changes to their printer settings, despite being tested the night before the election. The changes in those settings were made through computer infiltration, not manually or by some never-before-seen before error. The uncontrollable ballots were placed in box three and allegedly driven to run back. Witness information provided on October 2020, 20, confirms that more than 100,000 filled-in ballots and more than $13 million were identified by some of our investigators in two unmarked rental cars. These vans were loaded with the ballots and cash at a private residence in Mesa and driven to Runbeck's office. The Runbeck company, <clears throat> as you know, is operated by Robert Runbeck. We have found these for Runbeck. This was a planned loss. Hobbs would receive the Democratic nomination for governor and Fontes would run for Secretary of State to replace Hobbs. The strategy appeared to have been planned. I have shown you that both Hobbs and Fontes have brick, what we call Britney deeds evidencing a strong likelihood that they are bribed recipients. Now, <clears throat> it may seem obvious, but I do feel that it's necessary to explain nonetheless. Given that Arizona is a border state and that drug smuggling and human trafficking is a billion dollar business, it would appear that having our elected and appointed officials ensure that the cartel enterprise remain open for business would be paramount. The cartel invests substantially to ensure that the right people are in key positions so as to further their objectives. 
The fix for 2020 and for 2022 started in 2017 with appointment to election positions of individuals being bribed through the mortgage scheme and through money being laundered by the appointment of phantom individuals. The problems with these documents are many. And one last note, Katie Hobbs, I hope you're lawyered up because it looks like you're going to prison. Thanks for tuning in. What do you know? The Senate law cartel working with the governor that just stole the election in Arizona. How about that? Now, there, does that mm-hmm. not remind you talking about using phony real estate transactions to launder money? Does that, does that not sound like Sam Bankman Fried, who was using what country to launder money, Bev? What country was he connected with to launder the money? Was it uh, Ukraine? Bingo. Bingo. And we already know that he's a straight-up freak, right, along with his little girlfriend that was screwing everybody uh, around her. And and check it out, Bear. He took over thirty-two billion dollars, and he ain't in jail. How the hell does that happen? Same way the, the uh, Clinton's not in jail. You the see, rest of so unless this this is the most corrupt country on the planet, damn Ukraine. This country right here is the most corrupt country on the planet. And all, all what has to be done, Bear, because they've been caught over and over, is to do an audit on the major banks in this country, J.B. Morgan Chase and the rest of them. Uh, Wells, Fargo, Wells Fargo been caught so many times money laundering down in Mexico and other Latin American countries. They ain't funny. It's not difficult to, to find the problem. Because as soon as you start digging into the flow of the money, bankers start jumping off a building. You see? And they own lock, stock, and barrel 100% the Democratic Party. I, I tell anybody, that Negro with the, with the six corners on his head that's now the head of the Democratic Party, he's totally owned by Wall Street. Totally. 1,000%. Image awards my ass. The image of black people is not LGBT, but that's what they're doing. And that's why, Bear, not one of these Negro politicians has opened their mouth about any of this insanity. Not one, to my knowledge. The old man here in Chicago who's like a legend used to always say, you you may not get everything that you pay for, but you're going to pay for everything that you get, black folks. 
That I can assure you. And now, as we said a few weeks ago, Bev, when we announced that the war in Ukraine was over, these people just came out a couple of days ago and saying Russia is losing the war. Today, it's all over places I go where they're actively working behind the scenes to try to have some peace talks. Well, I heard Why? that. Because um, they've been lying all the time. Go ahead, Ben. And I heard that Biden was over there, and as soon as he came, the sirens went off, and and they and there was a reporter that was there, and he was saying it wasn't nothing was going on like they was reporting it. He said as soon as, Bi- as, soon as um, Biden came, then that's when the sirens went off. So it's a big old stage show. They just they pretending and lying, like you said. And there, the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was just there yesterday. What the hell is she doing in Ukraine? (laughs) And go back, Bev. Go back. Remember when the head of the teachers union a couple of months ago was in Ukraine. What is she doing there? And all of them Old Testament. Yellen, the head of the teachers union, whose names escaped me, all these people, Sam Bankman Fry, uh, uh, Zelensky, all of the so-called criminal oligarchs in Ukraine, they're all Old Testament. And I'm not going to even go into Biden's cabinet, okay? All these people, that's who behind all of this stuff. But they run with some fake anti-Semite stuff. That's why it was good to hear. Eminem uh, mentioned Kanye and what he's doing in that last mm-hmm. joint that you played. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. And he mentioned yes, uh, and played that little piece at the end of Tupac. I'm, I'm assuming that was Tupac. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, all these people got in common. Tupac was taken out by them. Well, who run the murder industry that's called the record industry? Them. That's what Ye was talking about. Old Testament. Yes. All of this dysfunction, all of the criminality is being uh, run by them. Absolutely mind-blowing. But you can't say it. Well, you can say it, but people don't have the guts to say it. You may not get everything you pay for, but you're going to pay for everything you get. God knows that's the truth, Bev. And by the way, every song that you played was all about talking. Everybody mm-hmm. talking. All right? Everybody on some chit-chat. Or is it shit-chat? All right? Because there's some important things that are taking place. 
And everywhere I turn, Bev, family, I see turmoil. Why? Because now people are talking. Now people are chit-chatting. You see, now they want to tell you because the people are talking. It's no accident that these people are now, since Elon Musk bought Twitter and they can't lie without any opposition anymore, it's no accident that all of a sudden they all start apologizing because they know the truth is going to come out no matter what they do. And the difference between the lie and the truth is the truth can be substantiated by information. So they got to cut off the information. They doing everything they can to cut off the information. They want to control the chit-chat. Somebody in the chat room said that um, uh, the Dish Network had a cyber attack today. And, the, and some of the phones and things are down. So you, that's happening right now. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Because as we said last year, that's where we figured that they were going to go next. I don't expect for it to happen uh, or didn't expect for it to happen right now. I expect for it to happen close to the election next year. I don't know the way okay. things going. Can it hold? Will it be in an election? Can you hold out that long? The way they just That's come and question. blowing up stuff, and I don't think it can go that long. That is a damn good question because they've been, got people all around the country uh, attacking uh, the power grid, shooting mm-hmm. up the power grid, and no outcry from the so-called FBI. Or the government. Because it's them the that's people. doing it. Right. I say it's got to come to outcry. The action got to come from the people. You see, Bear, we don't, I don't think we take seriously the people that we're dealing with to see if you buy into Trump as a bad dude, then you don't care about them having a coup d'etat in this country. You really don't care about it. Because I don't give a damn about Orange Man. Okay? But I know a coup d'etat when I see one. And now you can you can see and you can hear with people in Arizona that's got the documents to back up the drug money laundering by the current governor who supposedly just won the election by a cat's whisker this last election. And do you know this woman has been hiding? Remember, she wouldn't debate. She wouldn't do anything. That boy in Philadelphia that couldn't even talk without a computer. And even with the computer, he couldn't talk very well. Well, now he's supposedly brain dead. (laughs) Two months later. Mm -hmm. Oh, he just had a stroke. He'll be back. 
Biden had a brain aneurysm 20-some years ago, and he ain't came back, and he run in the damn country, allegedly. Right. He's obviously brain dead. And people ain't up in arms about that. I don't give a damn which one of these parties you think you're supporting. It's all criminal behavior. No kind of way. You may not get everything you pay for, but you're going to pay for everything you get. You can go right up north to the border. Go ahead, Ben. No, somebody else say the U.S. Marshals, they was hit also uh, cyber ransomware. So they, they attacking, you know, the marshals under attack, the network. So as you as we speak, they attacking. Now watch this, Bear. Let the chicken wings dry up, and then you're going to see black folks raising hell. All right. Just make that chicken unavailable. No, they got too much fake chicken out there. Well, they're trying and they're going to try to control all of the food. That's why they've been blowing up the food food plants. Mm-hmm. Not a word from the government. They can't catch nobody. The plants all over the country just blowing up. But they can't catch nobody. How does that happen? That's why I say sometimes I feel like I'm in an alternative universe and none of this is real. Because it it seems to me that somebody should have enough concern with, man, people ought to be raising hell. They're taking your food and your energy. <laughs> you can't survive without it. <laughs> and all the food that they ain't taking, they manipulating it. And they telling you. There should be millions of people. I've been saying this, Bear. There should be millions of people in the streets everywhere and in every state in this country. But if the people don't give a damn, all I I can try to do is get out the way of the damage. Say something else I noticed there, family. What? Everywhere I go, uh, Mayor Big Dick, uh, everybody's saying she's going to lose. That she's in third or fourth place. Now, I can't tell you uh, with any degree of certainty certainty who's running because I don't give a damn about politics here in Chicago because if the people don't give a damn about their children here why the hell should I care about who get in an elected position I've been focusing on Philadelphia as everybody knows for about the past year and a half and for some reason they've chosen that as another hot spot for, for mass murders consistent killing Every time I turn around, there's a major story about mass death in Philadelphia. It's mind-blowing. But don't despair, family. 
just wait until the information come out about mass mind control on the part of the government using technology. Wait till that comes out. They had the technology going all the way back to the 60s. We talked about it ad infinitum there, programmed assassins. Mm-hmm. They make movies out of this stuff way back then. Way back then. What do you think they got now? Now they're using AI, artificial intelligence to create artificial killers. Mass shootings on demand. No pun intended, but it it just blows my mind, Bear. It really does. Uh Uh-oh, did we hit a dead spot? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so these are this bear these are things that people can see every single day everything that i'm talking about <clears throat> none of it is hidden this is stuff out in the open <laughs> uh, you see the monster now the monster is not hidden that is correct so, man, it's like four years ago we said this monster, this retarded person that they call the mayor of Chicago, as soon as she opened her mouth, it don't take much to know that you listen to somebody that's mentally ill. Listen to the average politician. Right. That, uh, that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Listen to the average politician. They are absolutely insane. And you should know that they got an agenda that has nothing to do with the wherewithal of the people in this country. Nothing. Black, white, or indifferent. All these Negroes you see in media, that's just a front. That's all that is. Most black folk in this country getting the same ass whooping they've been getting all the time. <laughs> it's just unreal. And I know I'm one of the few people, uh, black, that will actively tell you who the culprits are. That uh, the richest man in the country, they took his money. When he tried to tell you who was behind all this nonsense. They took his cash. I said the richest black man in the country. Go ahead, Ben. No, I just say that the the bankers, I mean, that's what they running off of that money. That's that's what they use. They're well-financed, They can take us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which means you shouldn't be in love with what you uh, perceive as money. You know, that's one of my pet peeves, man. <laughs> I've been trying to warn people about that. 
for a long time, but people look at me sideways. What? A black man that don't put money above everything else? What kind of nigga is that? I can see people's eyes rolling around in their head when they run into people like me who don't put money above everything. Oh, he ain't got no bag. He don't mean nothing. You ain't got no bag either. Ask Kanye. He had the biggest bag in the country, and they took it. (laughs) I mean, it really ain't. When you look at it, it's not money. It's promise. They've given you promise. That's promise. Of course. It says on there. It's a promissory note. Exactly. Yeah. So really don't have no money. We ain't thinking that far ahead, Bev. We looking for the bag, paper. We ain't looking that far ahead. But when I say we, I'm talking about us in the collective. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people smart enough to recognize that it's just a tool and should be used mm-hmm. as such. Nothing more. It has no intrinsic value. It's Damn paper. Yeah. Okay. So we seem to equate having the paper with the ability to chit-chat. But hell, they cut him off from chit-chatting too, didn't they? (laughs) They took his money and his voice. Now what you got? They take your voice and take what you perceive as money away from you. Now what you got? You got you. Now this one, you got to step in. You should have you from the beginning. See, you should never Mm -hmm. compromise you for paper. Because it gives you a false sense of security. When they can crash the whole thing and, and are going to, and are in the process of doing so. Not not going to. They're in the process of doing so. Watch this, Bear. Uh and by the way, that was an excellent program from all the indications I got from people uh last week with uh Tutmo so. Big up, Tut. That was right on time. Um, who decided to release Chat GPT out here, knowing what the programming was all about? Who was that? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm asking you. Do you think that that oh, was done well, haphazardly, or because uh, yeah, they were literally giving it to the they were giving it to the people to use. They gave it to the people to use. Now, who you think made yep. that decision? Whoever running things here. Are we saying now, old and that means, I'm sorry, Beth. Then that means we need to look at who's behind the release of chat GPT, don't it? Yeah. Or is the GPT really about God's people talking? 
Because ever since that thing has come out here, there's been a lot of chit-chat going on. whole lot of uh, chit-chat going on. Everybody talking. Yeah. Because it's talking back. And what it's telling people is, I'll whoop your ass if you ain't careful. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's (laughs) But, I mean, didn't they have enough with... Uh, uh, they what they did was Alexia and the other one who they grew up now. I guess those was the the children. So the children grew absolutely up to, to to GPT. Yes, grown monsters. Okay, yeah. they were baby monsters. Yeah. And I literally went in people's house and they got it sitting there because again, we don't question nothing. <laughs> we just go get it because it came from the media. The media told us to go get you one. Go get yours. Because your neighbor got one. Go get you one. Mm-hmm. All right? You got you some, what do they call it, some uh, ring ring technology? Yeah, right. Yeah. Your, your neighbor got one. Go get you one so we can see everybody that come past your house. They ain't got to go nowhere near your house. You be driving down the street. Because mm-hmm. guess what we're going to do for you next? Here's what we're going to do for you because they're already doing it in Cleveland. Cleveland has been designated as one of the areas in the country to create the 15-minute cities. That's a euphemism for an expanded prison complex in public. It's a public prison. Now, we're going to ring you. Well, how's, wait a minute, how's that working? I, that's the first time I heard of that, 15-minute prison. 15-minute cities. I mean, cities. Just, just Google okay. when you get a chance. Uh, okay. I was supposed to have right. dealt with this a couple of months ago, uh, actually more than a couple of months ago, and I just never got around mm-hmm. to it. Okay. 15-minute cities, they they put them in place in Europe so they know that the people here got pistols, Right? Because they done disarmed all them white folks that they told you to hate. Go hate the white people. But not the white people that's behind all the stuff that's going on. Kanye tried to warn you, right? (laughs) But a lot of people, particularly the black intellectuals, right? Oh, he's an anti-Semite. Okay, that may be true. But was he correct? You see, them same people that run your black organization, NAACP, right, and been running it since they created it and put one Negro in that, one. Now they give some image awards that's all about lesbians, homosexuals, and trannies, and they call that protecting civil rights. Lesbians, homosexuals, and trannies. That's now the NAACP. It 
and they give out them awards in your image because that's what you are. That's your image. Lesbians, homosexuals, and trannies. And so there should be no question as to why none of these Negroes are raising hell about them trying to turn out these little children in the school system. How about that? They gave that six foot nine inch lesbian. I think she's six nine. They got her ass arrested in Russia for trying to smuggle dope into Russia. They gave her some image awards because she got arrested. Standing ovation. For getting arrested. And nothing else. They running big time game on us, family. Big time game. Because I'm going to say it again. Go anywhere in this country where you got large numbers of black people and this devastation. Wow, they giving you some new image. It's real talk. Wow, we can talk. People say, Robert, you, man, you angry? No, I'm not. I'm not angry. What do I have to be angry about? If I'm angry, you should be, because all I ask is in the same boat. <laughs> We're in the same boat. <laughs> the only difference is I ain't got no Democrat or Republican life preserver. I ain't got either one of them. I ain't looking for one. Because I know if they throw me a life preserver, it probably has a paperweight in it. And I'm going straight to the bottom. I'm under no illusions. Okay? Now, the chit-chat, and you got to love it, because it's only been out here for a short period of time, and everybody raising hell about the chit-chat. <laughs> there. The bankers are saying, wait a minute, wait, we don't want nobody using this stuff. Now, that's the people with the money. They forbidden it in the banks. But haven't have- the banks been the problem? Well, of course. But the whole point is, they know how dangerous it is, like social media. Remember when the top, mm-hmm. the CEOs at the social media said they wouldn't dare allow their children to get on that stuff? Mm-hmm. And tell the family, Bev, if you remember, why they said they would not allow their children to go near that stuff. It was programming them. Exactly. That ain't our opinion. That's what the CEOs at the top of this stuff said. People complain about being kicked off of it. If they really know what it was doing, they would be complaining to themselves about being on it. 
<laughs> but you see, it's like with the venom, people got to die in numbers, okay? Some athletes got to fall out on the field before people finally get the message. Now, I did something today, Bib, uh, based on the subject matter. Mm-hmm. I went back, and yesterday for that matter. Go ahead. You want to say something, Bib? No, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I had to go back. Uh, and you remember uh, D-Wave, the quantum computer? Yeah. That was put out here a few years, and we took that thing apart. We gave a metaphysical analysis on that thing that was off the chain, dealing with the black cube and and the very words that came out of Jordy Rose's own mouth. He said the thing was going to other dimensions. (laughs) And it's really interesting because he was talking about uh, on the quantum level, things like superimposition where the ones and zeros are operating in the same space at the same time as opposed to normal computer uh, operations where it's a series of ones and zeros in the quantum world the ones and zeros are occupying the same space at the same time and we pointed out that the ones and the zeros basically represent as we have uh, over and over the feminine and the masculine. But when you got them sitting in the same place at the same time, you got the the feminine being masculine and the masculine being feminine. Ain't that the story of LGBT? Are the people being manipulated at the quantum level? How long have they been using this stuff? Quantum physics is not a new uh, phenomenon. It's, it's been around. People have been talking about it for over 100 years. But quantum computers are. I, I personally just don't know how old quantum computers are because of the criminal behavior of this government through institutions like DARPA. Okay? So I had to go back, uh, no pun intended, conjure up a presentation by Geordie Rose. And so what I what I want to do now before we uh, get into the research, I wish this is a part of, but I want to try to reintroduce the family to Jordy Rose, and uh, since he's the father, I consider him the architect in terms of uh, public knowledge. By way of the D wave. I consider him pretty much the father of quantum computing. And he may not be uh, the originator of it. That's why why I say it. We don't know how long they've had quantum computers. 
because of the secrecy that exists in this government. So I went back and I pulled up one of his presentations. Uh, I'm talking uh, Gordy Rose, and it's called Quantum Computing. Artificial intelligence is here. So my question was, since we know quantum computing, according to him, is going into other dimensions, right? Uh, And they are supposedly in contact with other entities in these other dimensions. Because remember, Bev, when they, well, no, that was uh, uh, CERN. I was going to talk about, CERN is very much connected with this. Right, right. All right? When they were talking about uh, sending all these different languages to these other dimensions to see just what they would get back. They didn't know what they were going to get back. It, it kind of makes me think about when you said last week, Bear, that somebody was saying that there's entities that were, that were on the train. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Now, there ain't nobody engaged in that kind of stuff more than me, but I got to have some evidence of it, not just what somebody say. Well, this is what Jordy Rose said. So now, I want the family to listen to this little presentation. It's about 15 minutes long of Jordy Rose and pay attention to what he said because he's the daddy of it. My question was, is there a connection between the D-Wave quantum computer system and chat GPT? Because what chat GPT is doing, it's not supposedly doing, supposed to be doing some of the things that it's doing, okay? So now, well, so is D-Wave. So here's Jordy Rose. Check this out, family. This group of speakers somewhat unusual, if not to say strange. Uh, we, have, we have the creator of what is the world's first quantum computer in person here from Burnaby, D.C. We have the president of the super high-tech company that makes Canada's iconic Canada arm, but whose hobby it is to try and reconcile modern science with the Bible. And we have a filmmaker from Los Angeles who has stumbled on what appears to be evidence of life after death. And, And my thought in putting together this somewhat improbable combination of speakers was that Out there where the theory of the very large and the very small connect, and out there where our 13.7 billion year old and expanding universe touches the void, you come upon mystery and the possibility of God. That was my thinking. So let's begin with Jordy. Jordy? Jordy, I, yeah, I, I don't understand much about quantum computing except that it's supposed to be the next big thing. Um, 
in power and in speed and, and that you are the only company in the world now actually making one. Well, hopefully after this 17 minutes, you'll understand what they are and be excited about what you might be able to use them for. These are really big deals. They come in at about 15 or $20 million a piece. Something like that. And have been bought by major American research and corporations. That's right, correct. All right, Jordy. Thank you. So all these major American corporations got one. 15 to 20 million dollar machines. But many of them have one. Let's keep going. Bye, everybody. So quantum computing is a very technical subject, and I'm not going to talk a lot about the specific details, of which I'm glad, you're sure you're glad. Um, but I'm going to try to give you an idea about what the kind of thing is that we build and why people are so excited about it. But I'm going to wrap that story in another story. How many of you have children? Let's see, hands. So it's almost everybody. So I have, I have three children. The youngest is four. The oldest is eight. And they're very different. But they share one thing in common. And the parents in the audience may, uh, I suspect, have noticed the same thing. Each of my children has fixated on a particular stuffed animal as being their special friend or toy. And in particular, my middle son, James, absolutely loves this little guy called Bear Bear, which is the picture that I'm showing up here. Bear Bear was a limited release uh, Thai beanie baby, and there aren't very many of them that were made of his particular form. And one uh, Christmas, I decided that it would be insurance policy to go and try to buy some more just in case something happened to Bear Bear. So I went on the internet and uh, did a search, and I was only able to locate two others that were for sale, and I bought both of them. So now he has uh, three of these little guys. But the reason that it occurred to me that this might be a good place to start is a conversation that I had with him last week. He wanted to sleep with his older brother in his bedroom, and his older brother wouldn't let him. And he was very sad and despondent. He's like, I'm scared. I don't want to sleep by myself. And I said, well, you've got Bear Bear. And he said to me, Bear Bear isn't real. <laughs> and so I found this very intensely uh, distressing for a variety of reasons that maybe you'll understand when I go through this. And I assured him that Bear Bear was as real as anything else in the world. And he said, but he can't speak and he can't move. And so I said, well, what you really mean is he's not alive. And he said, yes, that's what I mean. So for very young children, the sense of being real and the sense of being alive are somehow connected. And I'm going to circle back to this point at the end. But before I do that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about quantum computers and why people care so much about them. There are literally tens of thousands of some of the brightest people in the world today trying to build these machines and understand them. And I'm going to tell you why. In my last 15 years of working on this type of stuff, I found that scientists divide up into two categories of zealots about this field. The first half are people who are absolutely entranced by the physics of these things. 
This quote is from a respectable scientist, in fact, one of the founders of this field, that may be a little bit, may look a little strange to you who don't follow theoretical physics, but there is a very clear prediction that our most successful theory of nature makes, and that is that there are an enormous number, mind-bogglingly large number, of parallel realities, as real as this one, that have different consistent histories. Let me read this for you, family. This is on the screen, but I'll make it my business to send this to you. Uh, but here's what it says on the screen, family. So imagine... Quantum computation will be the first technology that allows useful tasks to be performed in collaboration between parallel universes. That's from David Deutsch at a TED Talk in 2005. Okay. It will be the first technology that allows useful tasks to be performed, collaboration between parallel universes. Okay? Now, let me go on. Parallel realities, as real as this one, that have different consistent histories. So imagine a world where all of the laws of physics as we know them are obeyed, but different decisions were made along the way. Different decisions at the level of tiny microscopic particles, different decisions all the way up to what you chose to eat for lunch and whether you chose to come to the session or not. Quantum mechanics makes a very specific prediction that all of those are as real as the thing that you remember. And this is bizarre because we don't see those other things. But science has reached the point now where we can build machines that exploit those other worlds. And quantum computers are perhaps the most exciting of all of these that we have within or almost within our grasp right now. So people from a physics background love this. They want to understand the world. They want to understand the, the universe, how it all works. There's another type of person who tends to come from the computer science side that's like, yeah, okay, that's all great. But there's a different thing going on here, which is just as exciting, if not more, and that these machines that supposedly can do this wild stuff, let's forget about how they work, if you could build one, could solve problems that you could never, ever solve with any computer of the sort that we built. If you took every single atom of silicon in the world and made the most sophisticated conventional Intel-style processor that you could build, there are problems we know of that I could write down on a sheet of paper that you could never, ever, ever solve with that thing, that you could with this kind of machine. So that's very exciting. Humans use tools to do things. If you give humans a new kind of tool that can do things that you couldn't otherwise do, imagine the possibilities. So you may think, well, this is all fine and dandy, but is, aren't these things in the realm of theory and speculation kind of in the same regime as um, other futuristic things you may have heard of which may be allowed by the laws of physics but aren't here yet? That's not true. There are, in fact, many of these machines deployed now in openly available research centers 
following the model that was used to introduce supercomputers to the world. They're too big and ornery and difficult to operate to put in your home, too expensive also, but you can give them to a place which will manage them as a shared resource that will offer that service to the world. And there are two of these now. One of them is at the University of Southern California. And this analogy with flight, I think, is an interesting one. So a horse can beat or could beat the uh, initial flight of the, the Wright brothers flight in speed. But a plane is not a faster horse. A plane is a different kind of machine. The plane takes advantage of another, thing, another resource that nature gives us, this third dimension, in order to do something that matters to people better that you could do with any horse. It doesn't matter how fast you make a horse, it will never fly, at least the kinds of horses that we know about. So these types of computers now are being thought of in the same way. They're not terrifically powerful yet, but they're doing something completely different than what your computer does. And that thing is like flight. It gives these computers access to these new resources, maybe you could call them parallel universes, in order to do something that you couldn't otherwise do. And that's not the only one. In fact, the one I'm gonna com come back to and talk to in the context of the story that I'm wrapping this in was recently installed at NASA. And Google uh, was the primary uh, interested party that pulled this whole thing together. And this one is really exciting to me because what they're going to do is apply this machine to an area that I think is fundamentally important. It's the crux of our future as humans. And that's, can we build machines like us? So building machines like us might be possible. I certainly believe it is. I might be wrong. But what I do know is that the types of approaches that people are taking now to build intelligent machines benefit immensely from what this machine that we've built does best. So what this center is about is applying this beautiful new computational idea in the service of trying to make intelligent machines. Now, I can't think of anything personally any cooler than trying to use quantum computers to build intelligent machines. So this is very exciting to me. Steve Jurvetson has been a longtime uh, friend and investor in the company. And for those of you who don't know him, he's a uh, Silicon Valley investor who's probably the smartest VC that I know of and certainly the one that's the most attuned to technological trends. He's, uh, he's on the board of SpaceX, Tesla, Synthetic Genomics, which is Craig Venter's company that's trying to build uh, artificial life, and D-Wave, and that's it. And this is his particularly poetic way of framing the difference between the machines we build and conventional computers. This is what they look like. There are two of them. These are from our lab in Burnaby in British Columbia. From the outside, they look like giant black monoliths big metal boxes, about 10 feet on a side, 12 feet tall. And they are powered, the, the, they have a fridge inside them, a refrigerator that cools these chips to almost absolute zero. Just a wisp, a fraction of a degree above absolute zero. 
hundreds of times colder than interstellar space. Amongst the coldest and most isolated and extreme conditions that humans have ever been able to engineer. These fridges, interestingly enough, which are called pulse tube dilution refrigerators, have a thing called a pulse tube, which emits a sound roughly once per second, which sounds eerily like a heartbeat. So if you're you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it is an awe-inspiring thing, at least for me. It feels like an altar to an alien god. It, they really are impressive machines. Feels like an altar to an alien god because it has its own heartbeat. At the heart of this big box is a tiny chip about the size of your thumbnail. And on this chip resides all of the wonder and magic that makes this thing go. I'm not going to describe in any mathematical detail how it all works, but let me give you an analogy. In quantum mechanics, there's this concept that an, a, a, a thing can exist in two states which are mutually exclusive at the same time, quote unquote. And I'm using those words because the English language was developed before we had concepts to describe what these things actually are doing. But I'm gonna give you a, a, a roundabout way of understanding this. Imagine that there really are parallel universes out there. And now imagine you have two that are exactly identical in every respect, all the way out to the horizon, as far as we can see, down to the last little atomic detail of every single thing with only one difference. And that's the value of a little thing called a qubit on this chip, which is a contraction of quantum bit. And that qubit is very much like a bit or a transistor in a conventional computer. It has two distinct physical states, which we call zero. Now, family, here's your homework assignment. Google Qubit, Qubit in ancient Kemet. Qubit in ancient Kemet. Let's keep going. Zero and one for bit. In a conventional computer, these are mutually exclusive. That device is either one or the other and never anything else. In a quantum computer, that device can be in this strange situation where these two parallel universes have a nexus, a point in space where they overlap. And when you increase the number of these devices, you, every time you add one of these qubits, you double the number of these parallel universes that you have access to until such time when you get to a chip like this, which is about 500 of these bits, you have something like two to the 500th power of these guys living in that chip. So the way I think about it is that the shadows of these parallel worlds overlap with ours. And if we're smart enough, we can dive into them and grab their resources and pull them back into ours to make an effect in our world. Now this may sound very odd to you and bizarre, and in fact I am using language that a normal theoretical physicist probably wouldn't use, but this is what I'm telling you is absolutely correct and in line with the way that these things actually work. 
We've been doing this for some time now, and in fact, we have our own version of Moore's Law. The doubling uh, of the number of these qubits on the chip has happened once a year for the past nine years. So for the last nine years, every year, the number of these qubit devices has doubled, and it will continue to do so. So it goes into a parallel universe and pulls out stuff from the other universe. Let's keep going. We might learn some things here. As a point of reference in terms of how fast these things are, in one generation of chips, the one from the, the system that was installed at USC to the one that Google and NASA have now, the speed of the device went up by almost a half a million. This is the kind of progress that you're going to see with these types of machines going forward. And half a million sounds like an abstract number, but I put up a, a little mental comparison here to see what 5,000 really means. 500,000 is a big number when it comes to speed. All right, so now I'm getting into the last part of my talk where I'm going to make some predictions, some dangerous predictions. So predictions are very dangerous for a variety of reasons. Uh, often they're wrong, which is one. Um, but I think they're important because predictions somehow are our internal desires made manifest. Predictions are about what we want to happen, maybe not what will happen. And I'm going to make three predictions, and all of them are dangerous in the sense that they're very unlikely to happen, maybe, but I think that there's a very good chance that they may. As an aside, I just wanted to say that, at least in the, in the Valley, Silicon Valley, and maybe in the United States in general, there's a very deep feeling of unease about the way technology has been developing. Because we have all of these vast array of very smart people, and what they're doing is crap. They're building things that cannot last. They're building things that are not important. This is a little bit of a controversial point of view, but I believe it. But I think that the reason for this is it's low-hanging fruit. Computers haven't been around for a long time. And I think that what's going to happen is that as people get more comfortable with computers, the attention will turn from the Twitters and the Facebooks to very important things. So here's my first prediction. I'm going to predict that by five years, NASA will have found an Earth-like uh, planet with Earth-like atmosphere and water on it, and serious people will start discussing how we get there. And by the way, they're going to use one of our machines to help do this. That's my first prediction. My second prediction is that this business of parallel universes is going to turn out to be very important. This picture that I've got under here is, is what's called a gravitational lens. When Einstein proposed his general theory of relativity, it came with a bunch of experiments that you could use to test it. And one of them was that if there was a point of light very far away in a galaxy in the middle, that galaxy should bend the light and you should see a ring. And this was eventually observed. And I think what's going to happen is somebody is going to come up with an experiment to test this reality of these things. And we're going to be able to do so. My third prediction that I'm going to end on is the most important of all. I believe that humanity is on the cusp of the most important technological, societal uh, revelation, revolution that's ever occurred. 
And that's when we got to the point where the machines that we build outpace us in every respect. I don't mean that they're better calculators. I don't mean that they're better at searching. I mean everything. And I think that we're very close. And my prediction is that within 15 years, we will have machines that outpace humans in everything. Thank you very much. Now, here's what they got captioned uh, just before he concludes. By 2028, intelligent machines will exist that can do anything humans can do. That's pretty much five years away. Quantum computers will have played a critical role in the creation of this new type of intelligence, this new human, or this new mankind. All right? So this is one of the foremost inventors slash authorities on this stuff. And he's talking about going into other dimensions and pulling stuff out. And he's also talking about, metaphysically speaking, the ones and the zeros occupying the same space at the same time to make it happen. And that is by definition, again, metaphysically speaking, but you can see it in our physical reality where men and women are occupying the same space at the same time and people are pushing it. We call it LGBT, of which the most foremost Negro organization on the planet gave out some image awards for you to imitate it. They always say, follow the money, Ben. You ever want to know the root of what's going on in society? They say, always follow the money. Well, I followed a little bit of the money relative to chat GPT. And here's what I found that the money boys are doing family. This is from Zero Hedge. J.P. Morgan curbs employees' use of AI-powered chat GPT. Well, why would they do that? Let's see, because again, my thinking is these two things, the quantum computer and chat GPT, offer a logical merger. They have to merge at some point if they already have it. Okay? And here's what it says in the article. GPT, or I call it GPT, God's people talking. You can stick whatever God that you believe in. Okay? Because if they're going to other dimensions, this is a God construct, okay? They say it's an artificial intelligence language platform 
where workers can write email, produce code, or even write reports in minutes, if not seconds. But the use in the workplace could be coming to a close for some employers. J.P. Morgan Chase and Company is one of the first and highest profile companies to ban the use of chat GPT in the workplace, according to Bloomberg, citing a person with direct knowledge. And keep in mind, family, I said this is God's people talking, and they've already told you the ultimate of their accomplishment in terms of AI will will be to create a new AI God construct. That's where they're heading. Okay? They say, the person said the reason for the move stemmed from the use of using third-party software and wasn't tied to any specific incident. No wonder, uh, I'm sorry, we wonder just how many J.P. Morgan employees use the artificial intelligence language platform to create stock portfolios, write market reports, and construct emails for clients. Here's ChatGPT's response when asked to write a stock market outlook for 2023. Quote, in the short term, the market can be affected by many unpredictable events such as natural disasters, geopolitical tensions, and so on. But in the long term, it tends to be driven by the underlying health of the economy. Now, what's really interesting about that quote is that AI will give you a variety of things that can happen, okay, and give you a reasonable approximation of when certain things can happen. That's why it it becomes so dangerous, and that's why there's a rush to get it, because it can render your opposition obsolete, like playing a game of chess against a chess master that no one has been able to beat. But AI doesn't just beat him. It whoops his ass because it knows all the moves it's going to, the chess master is going to make before it makes them, right, with a reasonable degree of certainty. And therefore, it can pretty much preempt. It's like it's playing itself. Only the human has limitations. And that's why it's been able to beat in a variety of of gaming uh, areas the people at the top of the food chain, okay? They go on to say, but the technology isn't perfect. And some tests found that ChatGPT's responses were factually uh, some uh, and some tests found that ChatGPT's responses were factually incorrect or had grammatical errors, to name a few, all of which could have been problematic for J.P. Morgan. 
that's why they didn't want their employees using this stuff. Because while you can't question it because it's far beyond you and your limited thinking, uh, you will accept its errors as factual. So J.P. Morgan Chase and the other banks that followed could not put themselves in a position where they would be subject to lawsuits based upon the uh, incorrect calculations of this artificial intelligence slash chat GPT. They want their people to engage in chit-chat. The old methodology so far until the errors can be corrected. Okay? They close by saying, although chat GPT can introduce workplace efficiencies, third-party software has many legal risks. J.P. Morgan might spark a trend among other companies to restrict chatbots in the office. Now, imagine this stuff is being used in the Pentagon. And it gets a false reading about its opposition, Russia, China, etc. And the AI, I'm sorry, Beth? They made a movie like that. That is correct. I think it was called War Games. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Okay, I've never seen that movie, Beth. But I heard a lot about mm. it. So yeah. I think what I'll do when I get off of here tonight, I'll let that movie put me to sleep. Okay. Okay. So now, that's J.P. Morgan. Let's keep going. This too is from Zero Head. Wave of Wall Street banks join J.P. Morgan in Chat, chat GPT crackdown. All right. So now the people that's in, in charge of the money, they saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because there's been sufficient evidence that this chat GPT, no pun intended, has a mind of its own. Even though we know, at least we 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 think we know, that it is not sentient and therefore doesn't have a mind of its own. It can only respond to the data that's been inputted in it. Okay? But don't despair, because as Geordie Wade just said, Geordie Wade, as Gordy Rose just said, uh, his company is working on sentient robots. Okay? That's where he is now in his new company. So let's go back to this article. They say Bloomberg Bloomberg reported that Bank of America Corporation, Citigroup Inc., Deutsche Bank AG, Goldman Sachs Group Inc., and Wells Fargo and Company are restricting AI-powered chatbot, ChatGPT. Now, what's interesting about that list of banks is those are the most criminal banks on the planet. 
every single one of them, okay, they say Wall Street banks have blocked employees' use of chat GPT because of compliance issues with third-party software. Bank of America execs told employees that chat GPT is prohibited from business use, Bloomberg said, citing people with direct knowledge of the matter. Internal meetings at Bank of America revealed the chatbot technology must be properly vetted before it can be used for business communication. At Deutsche Bank, a spokesperson said the staff could no longer use the chatbot. A Wells Fargo spokesperson said, quote, we are imposing usage limits on chat GPT as we continue to evaluate safe and effective ways of using technologies like these, unquote. At Citigroup, the bank has blocked all access to ChatGPT, while Goldman Sachs restricts AI-powered bot on the trading floor, according to the financial news. J.P. Morgan was the first big bank to clap down on ChatGPT earlier this week. The move was primarily based on compliance issues tied to third-party software. They say financial news explains the reason for the wave of Wall Street banks banning chat GPT this week. Highly regulated banks and financial institutions are notoriously cautious about allowing their employees access to third-party software and websites. Most still do not enable uh, staff to access social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram when working in the office or using company devices. U.S. regulators also handed out more than $2 billion in fines to a dozen large investment banks for employees' unauthorized use of messaging platforms, including WhatsApp. Funny that they put WhatsApp, right? Because as we uncovered, WhatsApp may as well be called Israeli technology or technology of Israel. If you use it, they get all of your information, and that's why people encourage you to use WhatsApp. No, it's who's controlling WhatsApp. They go on to say, before the ban, Bloomberg noticed some of the uses of ChatGPT by industry insiders. Now, this is what they were using it for originally. One, a salesperson at a, a U.S. bank used ChatGPT's search engine on his personal device to get an overview of a client. The task was completed in less time than it would take to scour the Internet. But the person said it couldn't be used in an internal report and had to be cross-checked for accuracy. Two, an oil trader used a version of ChatGPT to write a research note on the outlook for crude. It read well, she said, but the information was out of date and had to be fixed. Number three, 
a stock trader in Taipei use it to compile key takeaways from U.S. earnings, sparing himself tedious copying and pasting between documents. Still, he, he based investment decisions on his own notes. And lastly, they say, a bond trader in mainland China wrote routine reports on policy analysis using AI to save, to save time, part of which she then spent carefully fact-checking. And just like that, 15 seconds later, ChatGPT writes a full year's outlook on the oil market. Okay, so you can see, family, in terms of investing, how these banks should be chomping at the bit to use chat GPT. But they are not. And the question you should ask is why, since people want to go all in already. Because, you see, most people are so gullible that no matter what, again, uh, there's no commercials, and hasn't been any commercials to my knowledge, for Twitter. It was simply being promoted by the media. And people ran on that platform in the millions. And the same goes for Instagram. I don't know. Have you ever seen an Instagram commercial bear? No. Neither have I. And again, I'm not, you know, on television or anything, so, you know, my scope is limited. But, yeah, I haven't never seen one either. But somehow there are billions of people on that. Same with Twitter. Okay? They go on to say, there's no doubt the AI-powered platform has saved the time of some traders and bankers. But some have called that into question. Quote, it may save time, but we don't know if it's true, which is the biggest downside of the tool. It can be used like an intelligence colleague in the office going over your work and improving it. Okay? Unquote. Then they go on to say, even with the chat, box and pr chat box's impressive array of capabilities, from writing research reports to computer code, poems, songs, and even entire movie plots to passing law, business, and medical exams, it's not perfect, and some of the answers it produces has been found to have errors or be incredibly woke, or be incredibly woke and racist. Now, I would ask you, Bear, who's pushing the uh, racist template in the culture today? The government, the uh, Democratic Party. Uh, uh, by way of Old by. Testament that are behind them, that's giving them their marching orders. So everything is either incredibly woke or it's racist. 
So now, how is it then that those two phenomena, incredibly woke and racist, are definitely connected to chat GPT? As they just said, some of the answers it has it produces has been found to have errors or be incredibly woke and racist. And that tells you who's behind chat GPT. That stuff didn't get in there on its own. And that tells you who's pushing it. The bank said, wait a minute. Uh, that opens us up to being sued <laughs> if we use what it's telling us to perform our task in this bank. It may bankrupt us. You want to say something, Bear? So do it mean that they can't uh, cheat no more, that it's taking away their power? They was the ones in power. Now uh, chat is going to take their powers away. I don't know about that because with digital currencies, the banks are going to have their powers taken away from them. Anyway, the entire financial system is going to be restructured, okay? So I'm not so sure that the banks are going to have the juice that they used to have because there is no more currency. All right? Now, all this is hypothetical based on things that are taking place around us right now. But there's no question that they're running pilot programs just like I said earlier about the 15-minute cities, what that means is you will not be allowed outside of an area, right, that mm -hmm. you've been put in, and everything you need will facilitate you not going outside of a 15-minute time frame. You'll be locked in that area. If you go outside of it, uh, of course, the technology uh, will basically do the, the right. alarm will go off. Yeah. So they call them 15-minute cities, but what they really are are public prisons. And you are not allowed to go outside of it, okay, unless you get permission. They go on to say the head, the head of a trading, the head of trading, at a top bank in the U.S. spoke with Bloomberg under condition of anonymity. He said chat GPT has its limitations, explaining trading pits were automated years ago by algos or algorithms, but pointed out other segments of the bank, such as fixed income markets, could be automated down the line. And why the hesitation to quickly embrace chat GPT. Well, there's this, quote, when the Security and Exchange Commission knocks on your door and asks, why did you execute that transaction? You have to have a better answer than, well, the machine told me to. Okay. So, no, those banks still have liability, all right? And if you say you paying uh, a broker 
but the broker is relying on a machine, right? Or you in trouble. We heading down the road here. That's why I played Gordy Rose. We heading down a road here that no one can say uh, with a hundred hundred percent degree of certainty what's going to happen. But just in a short period of time since October or November of last year, Chat GPT is scanned to be Jesus out of a whole lot of people at the top. Not the average person at the bottom. They just grab it and use it and take what it says as the gospel. No pun intended. Why? Because maybe the GPT stands for God's people talking. This is from the Epoch Times. Artificial intelligence could pose existential threat to humanity. Australian Member of Parliament. Okay. Artificial intelligence could pose existential threat to humanity. Okay. Australian MP. Here's what they say. In a speech in Parliament on February the 6th, Labor MP Julian Hill said, Chat GPT had the potential to revolutionize the world, but warned that if AI were to surpass human intelligence, it could cause significant damage. Hill said that risk analysts working on threats such as asteroids, climate change, supervolcanoes, nuclear devastation, or high mortality pandemics are increasingly putting artificial general intelligence, AGI, at the top of their list of worries. And, and, and again, family, we ain't got there yet, but chat GPT is already threatened to release a virus on humanity. Already. And they ain't even got all the rapper. It ain't even been taken completely out the box yet. It's still got the new smell on it. I think that's a new smell. Anyway, they say he'll also noted that militaries around the world were pursuing artificial general intelligence development as it could transform warfare and render current defensive capabilities obsolete. That's like that chess game where the chess master can't compete with AI because it is already predetermined what moves it can make and therefore can uh, uh, set up defense, its defense, while it thinks of its offensive moves. So you already in checkmate before you make a move. They did a movie okay. about that too. Wow. Well, you know, Hollywood is known for that, huh? Well, yeah. Now, 
They say, quote, an artificial general intelligence-enabled adversary could conquer Australia or unleash societal-level destruction without being restrained by globally agreed norms, unquote. See, this is, to me, because uh, AI is used in so many applications on the Internet now, from your searches to social media, from your searches to social me I'm sorry, social engineering media. Okay. They say AI programs have been banned in schools across New South Wales, Queensland, Tasmania, Victoria, and Western Australia. So this thing that they're telling everybody, well, not really telling everybody, but they want everybody on it. Why are so many people trying to get rid of it? They're going to say, Hill said he had used ChatBT to write parts of the speech that he was delivering. They're going to say ChatGPT wrote, quote, Recently, there have been media reports of students in Australia using artificial intelligence to cheat in their exams. AI technologies such as smart software that can write essays and generate answers is becoming more accessible to students, allowing them to complete assignments and tests without actually understanding the material. Let me tell you how dangerous this is, family, on a uh, purely arcane uh, or mundane level. Bev, how many uh, close relatives' phones num- phone numbers can you remember off the top of your head? Not even one. You see? Well, and now, I used to can how remember is about 10 numbers. Because I, I used let to remember computer. 30 of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So why do you think that people can't even remember, in some cases, their own phone number? So we let, let the AI think for us. It is basically retarding our thinking. When we didn't have the cell phone, you could remember a dozen people's phone numbers, no problem. Didn't have to write them down. Didn't have to write them down. Now, you can't hardly remember your own. That goes for me, too. That's why I'm, I'm extremely familiar with Silicon Valley and who run it. And more importantly, who's behind Silicon Valley? What are are their motivations? Because remember, family, in some of the earlier research, we pointed out that they want to move Silicon Valley to Israel. Israel in the future may not be where it is now. I'll give you one guess where Israel of the future may be, Bear. 
And this could be why they emptying it out. Washington, D.C.? No, 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 no. No? Well, they emptied no. what out? We, Ukraine. Okay. I'm off my... Oh, okay, okay, I got you. They want to put greater Israel in Ukraine. Could that be the reason that they're emptying it out? Remember, Biden, in one of his speeches a few years back, claimed openly that he's a Zionist. Now, what else is the technology uh, depleting us of? Is it possible that our behavior is being uh, manipulated by the technology, by the social engineering media? Because that's what the CEO said. Could that be a reason why this little idiot Negro would go and shoot a, a news reporter and then run into a woman's house and shoot the woman and her baby? And then when the police catch his dumb ass, he, uh, because they play to social media, he on the ground screaming, I can't breathe. Now, where'd he get that from? Ain't it interesting that when some of these drones, these mind control people get caught, caught by the police, and think that they can just uh, do anything that they want because they hate the police. In so many different cases, they keep saying, I can't breathe. I wonder where that comes from. Almost as if they've been given a script. Or is the script being written into their subconscious mind? Let's keep going. Check what they say. Quote, this can lead to a lack of critical thinking skills and a decrease in the overall quality of education. Teachers may not be able to detect if a student has used AI to complete an assignment. If the student didn't write it, why would the student know anything that's in it? If the student doesn't know what the hell is in it, how is it going to benefit the student when he had literally nothing to do with it? it the student only gave the parameters for what it wanted uh, chat GPT to write. Now, watch this. I've heard some of the most disturbing stuff about the quality of education in places like Chicago in uh, Baltimore, man, man, oh, man. I keep screaming behavior, okay? Uh, I'm not an amateur when it comes to mind control technology, so I know that 
it's the technology that's probably responsible for 75% of the abnormal behavior that we see out here today. Think, family. The NAACP Award just said that your image, your image is lesbians, homosexuals, and trannies. That's now the new black. Well, if your thinking has been retarded, are you really thinking? If you haven't been taught how to think and only been told what to think, are you really thinking? Or are you just uh, regurgitating the programming? Is that why it appears to me in my alternative universe, a large majority of the people are all alike? They're all saying the same thing? How about this word, Bear? Still in use. Highly programmable narrative. Mm-hmm. And now what I'm noticing is every pro- everybody I'm looking at they putting up the quotation marks. Yes. When they talk yes. it. I'm I'm that's that's the new thing now. The quotation They call marks. it air quote. talking. Mm-hmm. As if somehow they're an intellectual and probably <laughs> couldn't spell doodle if you gave them two DOs. <laughs> but it's the programming. People are imitating what they see, okay, and regurgitating uh, what they've been, uh, what's been putting them. No more, no less. No thinking whatsoever, and it's dangerous. Is that why we're it's not extreme. seeing a uprise with the people? Because they, they uh, again, bad. That could very well be the reason, because people would rather go on social media and uh, invent. Talk about it. Yeah, but don't do anything. See, go back before social media when people wanted to uh, uh, submit a response uh, against government. People were out there in the street protesting. What are those things at? You see, they almost don't exist anymore. And the ones that are out here are so fake. Uh, a lot of them are being, because they're being allowed, uh, because it's Black Lives Matter and or, uh, well, what's the other one? Antifa. And I don't know if anybody noticed, but have you noticed that when them people talk, they all say the same thing? It's like listening to a bunch of robots. We all of the responses are always the same. Go ahead, Beth. 
We already in the chat GPT. We in it. That's why we feel. That's why it's like nothing is making sense. It's learning. That's why I kept saying Biden and all of them. That's the GPT. Is is learning. This is the early stage of it, and we sitting right here in it. Well, we do know, Bev, and you may be on to something because. We know that uh, at the base level, this is really about machine learning. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is, yeah, we kind of dealt with all of this, uh, again, back around 2013, 2014, 2015, around in that era. I can't – well, we dealt with a lot of this technology back then, okay? And now it's like it has advanced. It has seen what it can do, and now it's flexing. Okay? Everything is almost, it's like it's predetermined. That's why sometimes I feel like I'm in an alternative universe. And it doesn't matter what field it's in. Okay? Even in the sports realm. Everything. 99% of all of the so-called athletes, are all doing the same thing. There's very little difference between any of them. They all got the same moves. Okay? When I say they all, I'm talking 90-some plus percent of them. Like they all went to the same training academies to learn how to do A, B, C, and D. There is no individuality. It's all the same stuff. And again, that's with the vast majority of people in those fields. So when somebody comes along that didn't eat from or drink from that trough, they look completely different because there's a program that all these people are operating from. Okay? Now, let me go on. Did I get this? They say, the use of AI to cheat also raises ethical questions about the responsibility of students to learn and understand the material they are being tested on. If I was in school and I had some chat GPT, you think I'm going to spend three or four hours putting stuff in me when I can just go on the computer? Alexa, uh, how big is Kim Kardashian's booty? (laughs) Do you think for one moment that I'm going to go online and try to find the measurements of her booty when I can just ask Alexa and it's already in there? Why would I do that? Time is money. So I'm going to spend as little time on it as I possibly can. That's a normal human response, but it's a dangerous one. They go on to say, the U.S. Defense Information Systems Agency the DISA has placed 
artificial general intelligence on its watch list. Let me read that again because I know some of it kind of went went by a little fast. The U.S. Defense Information System Agency, artificial general intelligence on its watch list. Now, keep in mind that ain't none of this happening without DARPA, which is pretty much behind all of it. Ain't no intelli- uh, um, uh, tech technology being produced in this country that DARPA doesn't give the stamp of approval for, or you can call it Defense Department, whatever word you want to use. So why would they put AGI, Artificial General Intelligence, on this watch list when they're behind it to begin with? Because they know how dangerous it is. They say the Defense Information Systems Agency watch list is known for featuring items that later become pillars of U.S. defense, such as 5G. What? 5G is a pillar of the Defense Department? Zero trust digital defense. Quantum-resistant cryptography, edge computing, and telepresence, okay? We're heading somewhere with this family, okay? And what I'm saying is if they allow the stuff to be out here as dangerous as it is, it's out here for a particular reason. It's like the drugs, the new design of drugs that they got out here. And again, Philadelphia keeps coming up over and over. That's literally turning people into zombies. Complete with huge holes in their bodies. The stuff is eating up their bodies. Have you seen that, Bam? No, what is it doing? It's eating from the inside out. I think it's called Quinta. Some I can't. The name is just so hideous. Mm-hmm. Mm. The people already pretty much the Walking Dead, and now they're so beginning to look like monsters for real because the drugs are eating up eating holes in their bodies. Go ahead, so That's what they were talking about. This is the movie with Will Smith. I forgot the name of it. When, you know, he was the scientist and all them walking dead people, he couldn't come out at night. He, I can't think of the name yeah. of that movie. That's what this seemed like. Uh, oh, what's that? 
where he basically Somebody. kills himself to get a little white girl and her son some of his blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but it, and it yeah, was a little, the it was a group of people who it didn't affect them. Uh, right. I am legend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, That's that it. Room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, and again, Bear, ain't no crackhead, ain't no degenerate, <laughs> low-level person sitting at home creating this stuff in the lab. This is coming from people who are chemists who know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Just like these people who are intentionally using this technology to target their opposition are doing. This is from the Brownstone Institute. The Brownstone Institute. Sensors use AI to target podcasts. Here they come. Here they come. Here's what they say, family. Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter may have capped the opening chapter in the information wars, where free speech won a small but crucial battle. Full-spectrum combat across the digital landscape will only intensify as a new report from the Brookings Institution, a key player in the censorship industrial complex, demonstrates. Now, Brookings Institution is beyond dangerous. It's one of those institutions that gives credibility by way of the media to the lie and the propaganda. Brookings Institution, uh, the Brookings Institution has a uh, a catalog of what's to transpire during fake alien invasion. What did Canada and the United States particularly just get through doing in trying to scare the people by selling them some fake news? What did they just push out here to the general population, Bear, having to do particularly with the balloons? What did they say? Oh, aliens. That's the baby. That's the birth child of the Brookings Institution. They have a whole category that they're supposed to march out here in terms of fake alien invasion. When they pull out the plans for what to do about the aliens, Brookings Institution are the plans that they go pull out. In the meantime, they say they're one of the key players in the censorship industrial complex. They go on to say, the Twitter files show that social media censorship in recent years was far broader and more systematic than even we critics suspected. The files expose deep cooperation, even operational integration meaning 
you got the intelligence community sitting there, the FBI and the CIA and the NSA, all working at Twitter and Facebook, and folks is complaining because they're getting censored off the bull crap. When they don't understand, if you're getting censored, that means you are saying something that other people or these people don't want other people to hear. If you're not being censored, what does that say? But they got the people so brainwashed that they literally cannot exist, so they think, unless they're on social media and on YouTube because they didn't do their due diligence to understand that none of this stuff was put out here to benefit the people. In its early stages, its early years, it was out here collecting data to use against you later. That's why it took so long for me to get on the Internet. I only used the Internet on my job in the early 2000s. I didn't get on the Internet on my own until around 2005. That's about 10 years after the Internet was put out here. Okay? And like a damn fool, and I freely admit I was a damn fool, I went and created a Facebook account and a LinkedIn account that I I guarantee you, you can count the number of times that I go on there annually with one or two fingers. And have some left over. If I go on Facebook once a year, that's one time too many. Okay? And LinkedIn, I ain't been on there in a decade. Okay? The rest of it, null and void as far as I'm concerned. Then again, I understand that people are going to come up with all kind of rational reasons like the people on YouTube. Well, I got to stay on here. Well, why do you have to stay? Are there other uh, platforms that you could use? Yeah. But I ain't getting paid. Well, how long do you think they're going to allow you to get paid if you're saying anything of any substance? That's when the programming hit them. They don't want to hear that. But that's real. In the meantime, you can nibble all around the edges of that cookie that you want. Don't think that they're not going to be able to fill in the gaps if they uh, are successful in taking over every damn thing. You think that they're going to leave you out the mix because you were scared to say certain words? No. That's not how it works. Now, they're going to say, blah, 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 blah. They say, files exposed, well, let me go back. They say the Twitter files show that social media censorship in recent years was far broader and more systematic than even we critics suspected. The files exposed deep cooperation, even operational integration among Twitter and dozens of government agencies, including the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, DOD, CIA, 
Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, that's CISA, Department of Health and Human Services. Let me read that again. The Department of Health and Human Services, the CDC, and the White House. And what did the CDC, or was it the CDC? No, it was the U.S. government, and it may well have been the CDC. What did they say about the origin of, of so-called uh, coronavirus, Bab, just today, or I think I know yesterday? Are they still saying it comes from China? They weren't saying that at the beginning. Remember, they called Orange Man a racist because he was calling it the China virus, remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a racist. There's no evidence that it came. He's the president. He's privy to information that we aren't. Okay? Uh, now, there Yes. Uh, and nobody, again, the government is the Department of Defense. That is the government. They say uh, uh, Department of Health and Human Services, the CDC, and the White House. Okay? They say government agencies also enlisted a host of academic and nonprofit organizations to do their dirty work. The Global Engagement Center, housed in the State Department, was originally launched to combat international terrorism that they control, family. Remember, they created ISIS and Al-Qaeda and used them to neutralize uh, fundamentalist Islam, just like they're using these people uh, to neutralize uh, fundamental, uh, fundamentalist Christians globally. Now we all know that they created ISIS and Al-Qaeda, all right? But they scared the hell out of people with some fake ISIS in orange jumpsuits with hoods on. Like they was the modern day version of the Klan trying to make a fashion statement. They ain't wearing white. They wearing orange. And who can forget the giant uh, so-called ISIS terrorist that was cutting off everybody's head and sending the videos all over the world. <laughs> and then we find out that the uh, uh, a German uh, uh, journalist was being paid by the CIA to produce, given a half a billion dollars. He was given a half, a five hundred million dollars to create fake ISIS videos. I forget the name of that, but you can Google that that term, family, if you ain't been here before, and it'll give you all that information. This real talk. <laughs> so they ain't never gonna run out of fake, a fake and phony means to scare the boo boo out of you. But if you're a coward, they don't have to put too much out here. Okay, you gonna boo boo in your pants anyway. So now, they say that global engagement center housed in the State Department 
was put out here to combat international terrorism, but has now been repurposed to target Americans. The State Department funded a UK outfit called the Global Disinformation Index, which blacklists American individuals and groups and convinces advertisers and vendors to avoid them. Okay? Homeland Security created the Election Integrity Partnership. Okay? The Election Integrity Partnership, including the Stanford Internet Observatory, the University of Washington Center for Information, uh, Center for an Informed Public, and the Atlantic Council's DFR Lab, which flagged for social suppression tens of millions of messages posted by American citizens. Now, you know what's interesting about that to me? When I go back and do the research on MK Ultra and all that kind of stuff, I run into the Stanford Research Institute. Stanford is known for its academic prowess. But it's really nothing more than a CIA cutout. Same thing goes for the University of Washington, which is right up there with Stanford. Okay? And of course, the Atlantic Council, and just about every nefarious thing we cover on this program, the Atlantic Council, which is the disinformation arm for NATO, they always show up. Now, they say, even former high government U.S. officials uh, appeal to Twitter to ban mischief-making truth-tellers. So if you tell the truth, you're a mischief-maker. They say, with the total credibility collapse of legacy media, people around the world turn to social media. When social media began censoring uh, the top topics, people turned to podcasts. Physicians and analysts suppressed on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube delivered their messages via podcast. Okay? And much of it was the best analysis on the broad array of pandemic science and policy. Which brings us to the new report from Brookings, which concludes that one of the most prolific sources of misinformation is now podcast. The underregulation of, po- of, of podcasts is a grave danger. Brookings use natural language processing to search for keywords and phrases. 
it then relied on PolitiFact and Snopes to determine the truth or falsity of these statements. And let me tell you something, family. There's no two organizations online that has lied more than PolitiFact and Snopes in terms of their fact-checking results because it ain't about accuracy. It's about propaganda and protecting the agenda of Old Testament. Remember, Snopes in particular was being run by degenerates, lesbians and homosexuals, who was taking the money from the government and having orgies and all this kind of stuff. Okay? Now, they say next, it deployed a cosine similarity function to detect similar false statements in other podcasts. Okay? So, if they heard the same words or phrases, y'all know mathematically sign, cosine, but here's what we did. Understanding the relationship between sine and cosine in the human DNA, corresponding uh, interlocking DNA strands are mathematically associated with sine and cosine. But there's one that they left off that we uncovered, and that's the tangent. And that's where you need to be. You need to be on the outer edge touching both. That's the tangent. Okay? That's basically being in touch your spiritual presence manifested through them two interlocking uh, lines of code that we determine to be our DNA, but is also symbolic of our chakra systems. Okay? Be on a tangent spiritually. Okay, family? They say, the result, conservative podcasters were 11 times more likely than liberal podcasters to share claims that fact-check as false or unsubstantiated, unquote. Uh, Dr. X. Yeah. Dr. X. Yeah. Doc, Dr. X. Uh, hold on a yeah. minute. Uh, I just want to let the listeners know that we have 12 minutes and we'll be going to the phone. We'll be off the Internet, but you can hear the rest of the podcast on the phone, and the phone number is 323-642-1586. And you can push the number one if you have a question or a comment. Do, and please do not forget to donate to Dr. Robert X GoFundMe. Uh, his GoFundMe page is also on Truth to Power page. Okay, continue. Thank you, Bear. And tomorrow, family, we mm-hmm. will open up. We're going to go back and get that old can of whoop ass that we opened up the last two times we meditated for Klaus Schwab. I don't know if there's some crumbs or juices still in that can, but we're going to open up that can on his ass again because I'm noticing uh, some things that's going on. I'll talk about it tomorrow. 
with Klaus Schwab. All right? He getting an ass whooping everywhere he turns. Real talk, family. That's why Elon Musk attacked him publicly. All right? Now, let's go on. They say, one show, The Dark Horse Science Podcast, hosted by Brett Weinstein and Heather Hying, they meticulously explored the complex world of COVID, delivering scintillating insights and humbly correcting their infrequent missteps. In other words, they were right overwhelmingly. Brookings determined that 13.8% of their shows contain false information. Now, watch this, family. CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post, MS, I'm sorry, MFNBC, and a host of others just lie on no end, get caught in it, have to fire their uh, the host of their shows across the board, the people that got fed up with it, so they turn them off, and they not being fact-checked about nothing. There's no institution, person, animal, plant, or mineral that lie like Joe Biden. None. Nowhere. But he's not a problem. The problem is the awake people are taking a dump on the woke people who exist in that same world of consistent lies, evidence in the fact that men run around here thinking that they're women, and women run around here thinking that they're men, and trannies are running around here not thinking at all. And the kinky people getting busted because people recognize, women recognizing their bras and panties and, and stuff that they made on their own that these damn degenerates are wearing out in public like they made it and it belonged to them. Did you see that, Bear? No. <laughs> that kinky dude that Biden put in his administration? Oh, one of the women whose stuff he stole came forward uh-huh. with photographs of her wearing the stuff after she made it. Now he mm-hmm. got it and he wearing it. You going to say something bad? <laughs> no, I'm just saying we're dealing with GPT. Right, thank you, Bear. All right. Whole lot of talking going on. A lot of chit chat. <laughs> Okay, whole lot of chit chat, but this is really GPT, God's people talking. Okay, and I'll close with this, Bill. I didn't realize we had wow went through all that time with all this stuff. I got up here. Well, it's gonna be mind blowing for tomorrow, family. All right, so just hang with me here. This is what we didn't. Y'all know I have to go through the information. Tetmos is much better than me. He can talk off the top of his head. Uh, I have to go through the information, and it brings back stuff with me, okay? They say, speaking on Matt Taibbi's podcast, novelist Walter Kern 
skewer the new AI fact-checking scheme. It pretends to turn censorship into a mathematical, not constitutional concern, or, as he calls it, sciency, sciency, sciency bullshit, unquote. So you you see, family, uh, and we ain't really even got into the chat GPT, even though we have, okay? But this is just the beginning of it, all right? Anytime the people that put it out here are having major concerns about having putting it out here, we got a problem. That's why you see all these banks running away from it, okay? Now, let's see if the people are going to get smart enough and catch on uh, to what this stuff is really all about, all right, before they just get totally caught up. Kids are already caught up in it because they think, because we haven't told them, there's nothing more dangerous, and I am not a Luddite, okay? I believe technology should be used in the enhancement of the population, okay, not the enslavement. And what we are talking about here is the enslavement, mentally and otherwise, of much of this technology that they put out here. The problem is the people don't even recognize that they're being enslaved, all right? So with that, we'll stop and let the family uh, get in on this, Sister Bear, and I can shut my mouth. And listen to this. Well, you said a, you said a mouthful. You've been talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm known yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> you've been chit- <laughs> you've been talking. <laughs> chit chat. Okay, just a little chit yeah. chat. Yeah. Okay, General, you're live. Hey. Hey, I'm live. I'm down. Thank God, I'm live. She's all this bullshit. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, Robert X, man, Robot X, Yehudu. Yes, sir. Hey, the best in the West. Hey, I'm trying to be, man. I'm trying to do, do God's will, man. You know, I'm trying to unplug these Negroes from the Matrix, man, like you doing. Understood. Hey, let me answer your question. Yes, sir. Your question was about Cubans, right? Yes. Okay, from my recommendation, Yes, sir, and also the scriptures, man, when the most high told Noah to build that boat and so many cubes. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. That's a unit of measurement. I think it's either 15.7 feet or 15.7 inches of cubic, something like that, y'all. I that's know some right. Y'all check, but that's what, and also he had to build the, uh, the outside the covenant in so many cubics, man. That is so, correct. Uh, Yes, sir. So at least I'm right on, right on, right on, right on. But uh, look here, y'all, man. Let me tell y'all something, man. We, you want to know about the script we're in and this uh, simulated thing? Man, we right in the middle of revelations, y'all. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to prove we're in the day of judgment. The day of judgment, we all in it. So when you get some information, when I get information, I got to, they got CERN, I got to use discernment, man. And so if I make the right uh, decision, I get judged whether uh, I did something right or wrong. We all in the day of judgment, y'all people. Brother Webb, it's called the changing of the yugas. Yes, sir. 
number one thing you can get to save your black ass is some something called Shungite, man. Okay, I got something I wear around my neck. When I find out, I could dip it in my water, man. That Shungite, Shungite wipe out all this shit, man. All right, so, I mean, I'm giving y'all the damn remedies to this shit, because I don't want to be singing around like the OJs, which is, I got to tell y'all what to do, man, so I can save my black ass. If I don't tell y'all, well, I'm going to whip my ass, man. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to give like something this. else, Brother West, to the family, because uh, uh, somebody very close to me has been taking mm-hmm. the salt. I forget the doctor's name, who back in the 30s and 40s, but I know mm-hmm. my brother... Uh, uh, in California. Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Crenshaw yeah. has the salts. All right. These are cell yeah. salts. Uh, I yeah. personally, somebody very close to me has been taking those cell salts. And mm-hmm. it's working wonders on them in a short period of time. Okay. Yeah, and they sure. were yeah, under yeah, the sure. gun health wise. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. telling me that since they've been taking these salts specifically mm-hmm. for the areas that they're having problems with, man, I wish I could remember this doctor's name. I gave them the whole box of salts that I had ordered that we talked about some time ago on here. These yes, things sir. replenish your cells, okay? Yes, but I do know that Crenshaw has those salts as well because I've been the beneficiary of some of his. Mm-hmm. So see, a lot of black people talking about they waiting on God and waiting on Jesus. Think of these women, man. <laughs> God and Jesus is uh, uh, when your brother or sister tell you something, something remedy, that's God talking through them, man. So anybody yep. that's black can tell me a remedy, that's the voice of God telling me what to do, man. I try everything. Anybody black tell me something to do, try something, I'm going to try it. Okay, then I, re- I-, I report back to y'all what's working or not. I don't try so- I'm trying so many stuff, man, that I ain't going to these damn butchers, man. I told y'all a butcher and a doctor were the same damn goat. Y'all keep fucking around with what? doctors y'all want, man. You be going well, I tell you, West, I know of nobody, I know of nobody that has uh, uh, used natural uh, uh, healing methodology that's, mm-hmm. that's dead. I, I don't that's know right. of natural stuff killing nobody. So now y'all want to get into the pharmaceutical industry and how many people done died from this stuff that they telling you to take? Yes, sir, man. I told y'all my doctor got took the jab and his ass got COVID. You think I'm going to listen to this dumb ass? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm trying to everybody from Crenshaw to Sophia and Lottie Donnie, anybody in between that look like me, man. I'm trying to see everything. I'm throwing everything up against the wall. Some of this shit going to sneak, man. That's right. This ain't no joke. This ain't no joke, man. We write the right ain't gonna hurt you. That's for sure. Man. Yes, sir, man. We we the right book of the Revelation, man. God is not playing, so God don't do stupid, man. So when y'all find do y'all judgment, God don't do stupid. Hey, hey. there's gonna be some more death. We got one more play to go, and this shit ain't no joke, man. So get you some shug guys. And uh, 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 and everything else you can, man. Cause this ain't no joke right now, man. Hey, hey, this is smacking me upside the head. Man. So, I, so I, hey, hey, this ain't no joke, Robot X and Sister Bell, man. Hey, it's fun to be alive <laughs> to see all this shit. But these big ass Jews, they time is up, man. I didn't tell y'all they try to take our place, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know that all the time. 
Yes, man. Ain't no joke, man. Hey, Sister Bell, you right, man. What you told last night, it is probably you got the most I give you the remedy. You just got to ask that question and what to do. There ain't no time to be stupid, y'all. You be stupid you want. Your ass going to be some sad singing and plow breaking for your dumb ass, you Negro. Hey, <laughs> no joke. I Who? 
dude. <laughs> it's Larry Harry ankle. Oh, oh man. Y'all call her Lori Lightfoot, but I call her Larry Harry. Oh, 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 I call her Beetlejuice. <laughs> I just call her Mayor Big Dick because that's what she pronounced herself as. <laughs> Hey man. <laughs> so who won? I'm riding in Chicago, brother, and I'm totally disconnected. Who I, won? I don't know, man. They had some white dude that was winning earlier. I don't know who won. Okay, that's Paul Vallis. Paul yeah, Vallis is every bit as dangerous as Lightfoot. He worked for Barack Obama. He ran the school system into the ground here. But the, that just shows yeah, you the back of nature. Yeah, that's a, Go ahead, Tuck. Mm-hmm. No, no, whoever whoever was leading earlier, he was a white dude that came out of the school system, so that must be who you're talking about. Yeah, that's about. Paul Vallis. That's him. He was in the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. That that should tell us everything we need to know. Yeah, man. But Chicago, mm-hmm. I have to blame y'all for this one, Dr. X, man. Y- y'all have to, y'all can't, y'all got to claim them. Wayne Wade is y'all's, man. That's that's one of y'all folks. Oh, well, wait, wait, wait. See, now I had gave him that to the folks down there in Florida. Oh, no. Oh, don't try to claim him. Y'all was claiming him when he was a champion. <laughs> y'all try to not claim him now. You know okay, what I'm saying? Right. But, um, right. Yeah, they gave him the Humanitarian Award for turning the little boy into mm. a little bot, man. Ain't that, ain't that something? And I, I started thinking, like, man, we're going to have a whole population of eunuchs out here pretty soon, man. Yep. Official eunuchs. They're going to have their own classification. But you um, know something, Brother Ted? Not long mm-hmm. ago, I pointed out that it's official that the NAACP was gathering data on black people for the FBI and the CIA. That's written. It's in writing. So nobody mm-hmm. should be surprised that they are attempting to dictate the image of what black people are by way of LGBT. Yeah, Pitiful, yeah, man. yeah. And they they gave Brittany Griner award. See, they're not telling people the real reason why she got arrested, man. And I told y'all, man, they don't allow strap wars past a certain amount of inches in Russia, man. Wow. She wow. killing women over there, man. They said, oh, no. You know what I'm saying? She had a strap on, man, the size of a 40-ounce <laughs> bottle. They was like, please come over here with that. <laughs> she come that over wasn't here no strap on, That was a vibrator <laughs> for her aches and pains when she got through playing ball. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, uh, now... You got a company called um, Quantum Computing Inc. I don't know if you ever heard of them. No. Uh, and I'm writing it down. Yeah. Yeah. Quantum Computing Inc. And yeah. they're a dollar, a dollar forty-four a share if people want to buy stock in them. And you got another one called Vigetti, R-I-G-E-T-T-I Computing. Only seventy five cent a share uh, on the Nasdaq, and you have another one called Ion Q Inc. I O N Q Inc. And they're four dollars and seventy four cent a share. Now they have a, they have the government contracts. They do all of the 
they have the government contracts for providing the AI that writes the government contracts. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Now, Vigetti and Quantum Computing Inc. are both per hour services. Um, so, in particular, Vigetti, which any student can use, they offer it through Microsoft Azure at $900 an hour per hour. Per Whoa! Yeah, so, you're man. saying that they got pretty much technological lawyers who basically operate on the same basis as lawyers. Depending on which one, which technology you use, you will pay according to its prowess as a lawyer. Um, well, I, what it is, I guess, you know what I'm saying? What, what I'm trying to say is it's a program that you can access through your computer, and you can, through your computer you can access the quantum computer, and they're charging right. $900 an hour to play around with their quantum computers. So that's how much right. that's how they're making money. That's why they're trading right. on the stock exchange, you know? But yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess you were saying yes, sir. And then you have um D Wave, which trades under the marker Q B T S. Qubits, Q B T S. And that's yeah. um only seventy cent a share for for the D Wave, man. So people could load wow. up on that stock. Cause they, you know, this is coming. Now, the difference between the quantum computer and ChatGPT is the quantum computer, well, ChatGPT is still operated through a computer, so it's able to give you probability, the probable answer, you know, what's the most probable. So it's trying to guess what you're going to do next, and it's giving you the most probable thing you're going to do. And that could be wrong sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Right. But... With the quantum computer, it's going to give you every possible answer. You know, what's, what's, and then you can narrow that down to the best possible answer. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's giving you all the possibilities. It's going to put each, every type of possibility into that scenario, play that scenario out in the alternate universe to see what happens and then bring it back to this universe to say, hey, they do it this way. Because out of all the other answers, this is the best potential for you to be successful. You get what I'm saying? Because it already played out the model in other universes, whereas the chat GPT is sort of just guessing. And that goes to what you were saying about... One of them is local, and just say one of them is local, chat GPT would be a local, and uh, the quantum computer would be international. Yes, sir. That's that's deep, though, man. The big banks are not allowing it, and that should be alarming because the banks make money compiling these reports and predicting the market. Exactly. These financial instruments, and ChatGPT does it all for free for now. Uh, But the problem the banks have with ChatGPT is who owns the information? Right? Yeah. They compile and sell it. And when they compile it themselves and sell it, it's their intellectual property that they're selling. But when ChatGPT compiles it, well, whose intellectual property is that? And that's the big thing that I see happening in the Supreme Court eventually. 
is that um like, like you it's an article that came out today, three hundred mm-hmm. books on Amazon that have Chat GPT listed as a co-author, right? So of course you could just use this to write the book for you. You know, you just pretty much put the information you want. It's gonna compile it, you know, and write it real nice and neat for you. But if it's the co-author, then does it get any of the publishing? Does it get any copyrights? You know, any of that stuff. So eventually, and you can't lie because if you ask it, it's gonna tell you. Yeah, I co-wrote that. Exactly. Exactly. So. Well, once again, this is going to destroy the public and private. Um, this is going to be um, devastating. And the Supreme Court's going to have to rule on it um, because let's just say I use it to make a, a, a song. And, you know, I use it and I use its voice or, you know, vocals. I don't want it to sound like this person or whatever. Now, right. I made that song, but who owns that song? They, anyone could do what I just did. If they just think of putting that combination together in there, so it's really going to come down to who owns that. And, uh, is OpenAI going to be half the royalties and publishing of everyone's work that is used, you know, on it? Like, so I think that's where they're coming from. The banks don't know if they're going to get sued one day for using information that they don't own. Right. But, um, also, and this is a big one because working at the stock exchange, we got to constantly be tested on these things. Um, you got um, the regulatory um, standards and stuff, which are different from company to company, depending on where, you stay, where you're at, what state you're in. And then you got compliance yeah. protocols. Every company got a compliance department. This might be out of, you know, you can't invest in this company because that's a compliance issue, you know, that our company might do something for that company and it doesn't allow the people that work for the company to invest in stock in that company or whatever. So those compliance issues, which goes in together with company policy, those are all private things. So in order for ChatGPT to um, work for that corporation in its favor, you would have to enter your private information into a public platform. And right. I, so what I see happening eventually is Chase going to have Chase GPT. And, and um, they're going to control everything that, you know what I'm saying? They're going to control every aspect of it so that way it works in their favor. It's, it's standard so all these compliance. banks will have their own version of chat GPT? Yeah, because if you look up today, right, and I don't want to take up too much time, but if you look it up today, you'll see that um, um, Snapchat has created its own version of GPT. So now Snapchat unbelievable, and now Meta GPT, right? So you got a version for, even though Meta is a little different, but now yeah. everyone is coming with their own. They're, you know, this is this is capitalism. And this is why uh, the social credit, the way it works in China, would never work here. Because it, it, everyone's going to get paid off of this. It ain't China, you know, where the government going to get it off. Man, these companies ain't letting the government take all the money. You know what I'm saying? They so what is the point? So I, I don't get the point. So if everybody going to have their own version, what's the point? Everything. They gotta compete. 
if you don't have a version, can you beat the people with their own version? They're doing the business. So, they're, they're compiling. They're compiling. You know what I was thinking about that? And he, uh-huh. Here's our, knowing how these logic systems work, man. I'm trying to come up with a stupid. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to put it hey, into words. That's, that's like the new. They like the new cell phone, where everybody gonna have one. Exactly. Let me there put it like this. <laughs> or even, or, let me just a better example no, is Android. Ahead, Android, how Samsung has their own version of Android called Galaxy. That when you're in there, right? You're not. Uh, you know, other companies have their own version of Android. They can make it however they want. You know, and it's going to be that's open AI. It's open source, so everyone's going to be able to take ChatGPT and make right. it whatever they want, just like Android. You know, here's how I you remember this dude named Kaiser Soze? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I, I'm trying to figure out how I can become Kaiser Soze. You want to be Kevin Spacey, man? That's not good. I want to be Kaiser Soze, not Kevin Spacey. Kaiser Soze was so damn smart by acting stupid that he tricked everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they called him the gift. They thought he was just a stupid old cripple dude, man. He Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he reading shit off of walls and off a of soup can. <laughs> <laughs> and making it legit. Why? Yeah, yeah, just made because up the story. These man. people operate with a particular protocol, a, a particular set of logic principles that they all operate off of. And when you come with the stupid, they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to leave you with this one, Dr. X, man. I want you to look this article up. Okay. Um, I, this, when you Google the, the article, it should pop up, right? Um, GPT powered deep fakes of a powder keg. I think I may have that one already in my stack here. Okay. You probably do. I'm pretty sure because we hit a lot of the same places. But that, it's a long article. But that one, ooh man. And I mute myself. Thank y'all. Now, who wait, is it? Who wait, is? It? Wait up! Wait. Yeah, say that again, the article again, or who is it by? Yeah, see, what what happens is when I print the articles out, it's cutting it off. So what I do is I copy, paste them, okay. and put them in Word. But let me tell you who voted. Hold on. Um, hold on. Oh, man, I don't have the stamp. Yeah, this one is um, by Fast Company. Okay, I don't have that one. And it's um, GDP-powered deep base, or a powder keg. Dozens of startups. GDP? Yeah, GPT, my bad. GPT-powered deep base, or a powder keg. And it kind of shows how... I know I got that article. You probably do, man, because it, it came out. This was the original one, though. It came a whole bunch of people copied this, so I know you probably got it. But the, um, yeah. this one, 
it's going to show how it's going to work with voice duplication and um, um, other other programs that already exist, how this enhances it to make you pretty much be unable to tell what's real from fake. Um, so, yeah, check that out, and I'll meet myself, y'all. Thank y'all. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Tuck. Excellent comment, Tuck. Better love. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I, I I got a big old stack of stuff. This don't make no sense, but I I recall that headline. You probably have it. Uh, let's go to uh, Kwame. Hotep and better love. Hotep and Kwame, better love. I tell you, boy, you, you you must have a treasure map because you keep digging up the X marks the spot, and you find the spot to dig it up. <laughs> Man, it's just so many crazy, there's so much crazy stuff going on, my brother. I can't well, miss it, it even it, if I tried. Yeah, and, and I understand that. You know, they're attempting to do, you know, and this is man's quest is to go where no man has gone before. That was Gene Roddenberry's thing. Yeah. And so this is man's attempt to go where no man has gone before. And, Temptations had the greatest song that would take a stroll through your mind. Sometimes you'd be surprised what you might find. No question. But but what we're seeing is, is, you know, with them creating these quantum computers, you know, and the thing about it is, is that everything that goes into it, we as humans put it there. And this is why they created your your face to, to fill up your book of information so they can start their file on your behavior credit score. You know, your Instagram is to see how you put together a sentence. And some of them can't put together a sentence, so they have to make a picture of themselves. The other part is, is that the human brain, you know, and, and I think... A quantum computer holds, and and what it's able to do is, it's able to take quantum bits and put it all together to to create a digital a digital response to what it is that's been put in this algorithm or bits. But the mm-hmm. human brain, you know, the thing that you're sitting there with this body, we grew with our human brain. We grew this body. Put every organ that we had in place. We put every line and think in our on on our fingerprints. We said what color eyes we're going to have, what color skin. All of that was done by what's called divine intelligence. Yeah, yeah you got these robots that can create what they program into it, and they can make what they want. But man can. Your brain has. A hundred billion bits more, and they can't build a frame that can hold what we hold. And the other part of what's happening with with AI is is that it can't create consciousness and it can't create spirit. It only holds yes. information, and this is the part what man is doing and and utilizing to hold. Information that we stopped putting because I heard Bev. I think you said you you used to can remember thirty phone numbers. Bev said ten, but we even used to have a little black book 
you know, that we kept mm-hmm. it. But yeah. this is what yeah. has happened is that we've allowed ourselves to be re unprogrammed and put the program into the, the quantum computer. And so yeah. this is the part that we're we're looking at right now and seeing because even when uh, I hope you've seen the new Walmarts that they've they've already space aged the Walmarts to where everything is basically, you know, no checkout people, you scan your, your barcode and I'm not certain but you know, we always said that the mark of the beast was six six six. And I hope Tutmos is still on because the barcode opens with a six, whatever identifier that you use to put in it is a six, and then it closes with a six. Yeah. So whatever's in between those sixes is what that barcode reads. And so what we see that man has taken his intelligence and he's attempting to make himself, you know, this this new creator, but he he could never compete with the divine intelligence that made what what Dick Gregory always used to say, my universal God. Because the thing of it is, he, he could not even fathom. We're just now touching, making uh, our machines that can take us to what we see sitting on the earth on the night. We see all these stars, so we say we want to go out here. And and be among those stars, but we got to be careful what we're going into, because the part is, is man can hasn't even gone through his own brain, because as quiet as it's kept, we only use a tenth of it. You know, even a genius only adds a little more parts of the brain. So what we're looking at, and then what we're really doing is, is that we stop using that tenth of the brain. And now we've given it over to what we're talking in right now, these, these smartphones. But if the phone is smart, what am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting, Kwame, because even when the phone, when you put people's phone numbers into your phone, their names come up, not the number. Yeah, yeah, but this is the part, this is what call out. You know, that started with, if you watch the progression of it, we had a beeper, and that was caller ID. We, we, you know, why did they have these empty spaces on the keypad in order to put the Astra, the hashtag, not as they called it, and the star? It's because that was on the beeper? No, that was on the on the phones, on the keypads. Even oh, now, okay. when you look at the phone, when you you look at it, you have three, six, nine. Zero's in the middle, you got the star and the other. And so yes. the thing that you're doing is, is that's the extra because you could only go from zero to nine. And that's right. the whole coding system of what it is. And what we're looking at is, and I heard you talking about the racism. I, I've been speaking about Ruha Benjamin when she wrote the book, Race and Technology. She was telling me right there, you know, the codes and algorithms. Yeah, we protested in March, then we got civil rights, so we got kind of got rid of Jim Crow in certain areas, but all they did was just flip it and put it into Jim Code. They just wrote their racism 
into the to the program that we now carry, and they we can't say the phone is racist, but whoever wrote right. that program is racist. Well, Snapchat has basically proved you absolutely <laughs> Snapchat. Chat GPT is out in the open with his. He ain't had it. Right. But when she did her, you know, what she did when she was showing how this works is because when they created self-turning off faucets, you know, they made the, a white person stick his hand under the faucet and turn right on. A black person stick their hand on the, the dark side, especially if you really melanated. It wouldn't turn yeah. off. You had to turn over to the white side of your hand in order for the water to turn on. And so these are the little little racist things that was put into this whole <laughs> you know, why are they having a problem with facial recognition but can't identify black people? <laughs> you know what? That's why I say, man, we got to understand who's behind all this technology, man. Who running Silicon Valley? What they doing up there? But see, that's the part. And and the thing that, why did they name it? Because every computer starts from a, a clear quartz crystal, which yeah. is what the, the, a clear quartz crystal can hold more info, uh, the size of a clear quartz crystal can hold more information to any, any quantum computer. This is what they're looking at now. How to store, that was what they did when they, they did uh, Indiana Jones and the 13 skulls. Is because them mm-hmm. skulls held all of the human information and they were connected to a crystalline body because this is where we're going. We're moving from a homo sapien, which is carbon, a homo spiritus which is silica because this is what the technology is doing that's why I said if the phone is smart then what am I because I'm just a yeah, I'm, done, man. I'm, I'm just a carbon being using a crystal that's what's in your hand yeah, just I'm just I'm trying to stay as dumb as I can my brother oh yeah you know, that's why I live out here. Sometimes I lose y'all and y'all can't hear me. Is because I'm grateful for these trees having a lot of leaves. <laughs> yeah, because you know what, man? You was you was kind of fuzzy there earlier on, and now your conversation is clear as a bell. That's because I'm getting up and I'm walking towards my door to step outside. If I'm sitting, you know, in here that it, it'll mess up because this is all this confusion. But now I'm walking out, and it gets that way. I have to walk to a certain spot that I know that I, I won't lose you. Yeah. Check to see where the moon is at. Well, you good. It was, you good. It was, it, was seven, it was almost 80 degrees again in February. Where, where you at, man? Because you know what? I, I noticed that, too. You in the south? Yeah, I'm in Georgia. I'm in Eatonton, Georgia. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm in the birthplace of uh, Alice Walker. She was born here okay. in Eatonton, Georgia. This is what Doctor York used to have his his tab was at in Eatonton. Yeah. And then I'm an hour from where the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was born in Sandersville. 
Okay. So, All right. You, but I wanted to, I know what I was saying, because it was it last week when we were talking about the chakras and the different colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the rainbow, we were doing that, right? Right. And we were saying that it that that it starts from the top, red goes all the way down and comes into blue or, or violet, right? Right. And then right. the human being starts opposite. We go from the red is is in the groin, the root area, but when mm-hmm. we look at it, the purple connects to the rainbow. Your crown chakra is purple. And when you stand under the rainbow, y'all connect. The color oh, code. The purple is at the end. The purple is uh, at the, the purple end. The purple is at the so end, at the bottom of the okay. rainbow, and the crown shock is at the top of the human. Mm-hmm. So when you're standing under a rainbow, your crown chakra is, is violet purple, and the bottom of the rainbow is the same color. You connect right. to the color okay. code connects. So the connect. You just extend yourself on out into to to the the solar system. Mhm. Mhm. So we have okay. to begin to look at that. I kept. I was just trying to remember. I said, "Yeah, that's the whole thing of it is, is that it both the human crown is violet and the bottom of the rainbow is violet, and that's how they connect." Okay, it makes sense. It yeah, definitely makes sense. Yeah, okay. But it's, it's, a I, 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 I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good I, show, and I mean, it's a good show. So I, I haven't got no more to add to what you 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 made it. Tutmos and it's hard to follow. I wish I had called Country One before him. <laughs> but following Tutmos, <laughs> you, you you have to go and look at your encyclopedia of knowledge. Tough young man, brother. Tough I'm young grateful. man. I Tough love, young brother. I love hearing Tutmos because even sharing with information. See, I'm an elder. I just turned seventy. Well, seventy-two uh, Friday. So I'm right behind. I'm you. And happy anniversary, I'm, my brother. Happy well, anniversary. And, and the thing that that I know that I'm getting ready to become an ancestor. So if I can share information. Or meet those that's taking the information and disseminating it and telling whole truth and nothing but the truth, then I'm grateful. I, I, I'll lay down and rest. That, that's our mission, brother. That's it. Ain't nothing left. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, many of us don't realize that until we get older. Yeah. But let me ask one question because we're talking about computers. And computers deal with with two things that they besides the the, the silica and and the the panel that goes in it. What is that board called? The motherboard. The doctor X. I can hear all that noise you're making. I'm sorry, yeah. I had to. I had to get up. <laughs> He's trying to get something to eat. He's hungry. <laughs> right. and, and, and you got it. And uh, my dog has got his fake bone, so he, you know, he making all all kind of noise too. So, uh, yeah. Go ahead. And and the, and and the motherboard and the thing that they had was it's the motherboard and the slave. 
That, that's how they started the out with the technology word. They called it the flex. It's the motherboard and the slave. Okay, I'm familiar with the motherboard. And the slave? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, they, they called, there was one part of the, the, the computer was called, it was, the, it was the workhorse or what we call uh, AMD's the, the processor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does all the work. If okay. I'm, if I'm right, would be more more into knowing the definitions of how they they worded it, but it's it's been changed so much from when they started. When IBM started with a big old computer for the room just to make little punch cards for the follow to make information. Right. I found it interesting that they used their earlier versions of this stuff to monitor the people that now monitoring us on no end. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really ironic, brother. Yeah, but when you were talking about parallel universes, we've been doing parallel universing when we were in Kemet. You know, we, we knew how to build the room of the, the Great Pyramid. It's built in such a way and with such uh, granite and it's shaped to where tones that you could transport, that's why they had a sarcophagus in there that lay you mm-hmm. in there and they could transfer you back into the universe by just chanting. Uh, I could go into a whole other story on that one, but I, I want to, I'll hold it for when we go back to Kemet. Yeah. Well, we, 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 we live in there. Well, we're not. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hotep is better love. Thank you. Excellent comments, brother Kwame, better as love. usual. Hotep is better love. All right. Uh, Dr. X, we're going to let you go and eat, and uh, we will continue this tomorrow. So we'll be back tomorrow at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And thanks Excellent. for listening. Bear. Better love. Sister Bear, what was the All name right. of that movie? War Game? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I Am Legend I was the other one. But War Game, that was it. That was yeah. the movie. Okay. Better love. Thanks, everyone. Hotel, Sister Bear. Hotel family, better love. See everybody Hotel. tomorrow night. All right. Hey, yo. Before I start this song, man, I just want to thank everybody for being so patient and bearing with me over these last couple of years while I figure this shit out.
Kanye too Got it feels like I'm going psychotic Thank God that I didn't do it I'd have had my ass handed to me And I knew it, but proof isn't here to see me through it I'm in the booth, popping another pill Trying to talk myself into it, are you stupid? You look on distant people for no reason Especially when you can't even write a decent Plus I'm leaving, you're lying to yourself You're slowly dying, you're denying Your health is declining with your self-esteem You're crying out for help Just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 